Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Happy uh, Wednesday. Another Wednesday, yes. Another Wednesday. They're, all, they're all blending into each other, as I live I, here in Florida. I ha- well, I, I've noticed just COVID in general and living inside a home often just completely blends time together into a seamless mess of no coherence on what day of the week it is totally yeah yeah and on that note um you know we're chatting as many of you are about uh global events and how things are going um and they're pretty rocky out there what can i tell you (laughs) Uh, something i keep thinking is you know we've we've wanted um we've called for change for a very long time Mm. um I think we supposed we knew what change looked like, but certainly um, we have no no idea. I don't think we've ever known throughout history with all the dramatic changes that have happened, uh, what that was going to look like, or, or unexpected. And I, I think we gotta we get to roll with the punches. But today, I really wanted to talk about, in retrospect, to all the the significant changes that we've been dealing with and will continue to deal with for the foreseeable future. Certainly, probably for the next year or two. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's about our interpersonal stability. It's about uh, us as individuals having the ability to stand in the face of any circumstance and, and still find safety and stability. And so we want to kind of give maybe like an overview or, you know, kind of look at both sides. And so like, let's take like the normal, ordinary mind condition thing, like the stuff you see in the media all the time. Uh, is that okay if we start there? Yeah, you know, you said this one line of like, we we all want change, but we just pretty much didn't think it was going to look like that. And I just thought it's interesting because every time, like, like in the micro, right, like our lives, we want something to happen, right? Like we want to change in our love life and our health and our business and our this. It's very rare that the change comes in this like very gentle, soothing, like, Hi, change here. Just wanted to, just wanted to say toodles and I'm just going to massage the change in. It's not, it's so rarely like that. It's just this like 
punch in the face. And you're like, shit, what the fuck? I, where did I see that coming? And it's just funny that like it's happening on the macro. So it's just, uh, it's interesting. And you know, whether you agree with this political affiliation or that political affiliation or what's happening, like at the end of the day, right? Like changes change. We put names on it. We judge it through uh, our interpersonal and um, conditioned kind of moral standards. And, and, and I think that's fair. Like we get to do all that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but like, for the most part, what we notice, right, teaching a lot of people, um, spiritual practice, personal development, is that your average person is just like, everybody wants the same thing. We all want safety at the end of the day. And what you see on the news is people going about how they're going to find and declare their safety in different ways. Mm -hmm. And, And the way that your average person does that, for the most part, is they want people to feel, think, and act as they do. And they imagine a world where everybody felt and thought and acted the same way. And they think, well, if, if that was the case, then in, internally, this is not maybe how they're describing to themselves, but internally, like the system would calm down yeah. and come to this place of safety. But I think that's a pipe dream, you know, to hope that seven or 8 billion people are going to feel, act and think the same way coming from different lineages and educations and conditionings and all that stuff. So like, if we keep pursuing it that way, it's not a reality. And and again, you could take that macro down to the micro, like Elon said, take that into your family life. You know, you want mom and dad <laughs> to think, act and feel the way that you do. Uh, you want your siblings, you want your spouse, you want your kids. Like if you're trying that, how's that going? Right. And most, and most people are trying that. So how is that going? And so we have this illusion that by managing the physical world, the world outside of ourselves, right? Not the um, metaphysical or esoteric world within ourselves, but this this physical reality that seems to be out here by managing it, moving it, putting it in order, adding morality, creating more rules, like all this kind of stuff that it's all in the name of safety. And we hear governments say this all the time, like we're doing this for the public well-being, you know, we're doing this for public health safety or whatever. And, and again, people like fall in line and do things under that. But then there's like the whole counterculture to that. That's like, F you, you know, we're not going to listen to this. So we can see how that juxtaposition shows up in culture. We can see how that juxtaposition shows up in our lives. And and I would say, and I, you know, this is to kind of kick off the conversation that we're looking in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. If we just keep looking outside of ourselves and trying to manipulate this reality to like wrangle it into what we believe that it's supposed to be, we're going to keep, we're going to keep going down this path. Right. And here's the truth. Nobody knows what this reality is supposed to be. <laughs> no, nobody can conceive of the magnitude of infinity. You know, like we we have or like what we call our ordinary conditioned minds. So here's a few things that you could put with that. It's a linear thinking mind, and it's a time ba- and it, sorry, and it's a mind bound by time. And and from what we know about the relative universe, neither linearity nor time nor cause and effect actually exist. So we're playing (laughs) with some pretty outdated software here, right? Like looking through third density reality where it's a multidimensional field and trying to put all our conditioning and morality on this thing to like box it in and contain it because it seems like for most people living in a state where things are unfolding into the unknown is scary, which is kind of ironic because when you're a child and you're letting life unfold and everything is unknown is when life is the best and most exciting. So we clearly have demos and models to say like that child seems to be having the time of his life. 
And notice the kid is never really concerned about the unknown. It's like they're just living in there and they look super swell and happy. So we want to take a look at it, I think, and unless you want to add more to this, is like, you know, how do we, instead of trying to create safety and stability out in the world so we can feel safe and stable, do we actually um, cultivate the energy and the foundation within ourselves to uncondition ourselves from all the the morality and the religion and the governments and the marketing and all these different things that have been giving to us our lineages, uncondition that and really start cultivating this energy of safety and stability within our system because the way that we make this world safe and stable is by individually feeling safe and stable. And the more yeah. safe and stable individuals you have, the more safe and stable society will become but it's gonna really come from everyone accepting the outcomes of reality as it unfolds, even when we don't like them, but still feeling safe and stable, even when we have disagreement with them internally. And I think that's kind of where I want to kick it off. So anything you wanna- Yeah. Uh, fire? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's interesting cause you were talking about like the safe and stable and up until what would you say four or five years ago, we didn't even know what the fuck that meant. I'm not, I'm not even talking about how it felt. I mean, like, even from, from a concept, if someone's like, Hey guy, uh, do you feel safety and stability in your system? You'd be like, I don't know what the fuck, what, what does safety and stability feel like? Right. I would have, I would applied, I would have applied a certain like definition, right. Try to fit into my box. And I probably would have said, I would have maybe even said, yeah, but I, I you know, I, I didn't know what to relate it to like I do today. Yes. And yeah. so I think like the first place to start would be maybe that, which is like, I don't think that any human is born given a template on what safety, safety and well-being and stability feels like in their system. And we also live in a culture where we're not really aware of what's happening inside other than the fact of like at the most basic level, it's like there's moments where you feel comfort within and there's moments that you feel discomfort within however you label it right i'm not talking like indigestion or like <laughs> I, talking like you know it just doesn't feel good inside and because we live in a world where everything is so external we've all been trained to reach out there and try to manipulate the reality so that we can actually get a sense of that comfort internally yeah but the truth of the matter is that even if you were able to manipulate your circumstances in this particular moment in time, like how long does that last? You know, like how long does your partner change to the way that you want them to change or your boss change to the way or your bank account look the way that you want? Like it's so fleeting in the grand scheme of things that we all end up living most of the time in a state of panic, like an internal state of panic. And now with everything that's happening and like, I've spoken to so many people there, especially in the U S you know, like, I don't know what's happening in the rest of the world. Like between COVID what's happening with our government, like all this stuff that there's just a lot swirling around that is impacting you. And yesterday we had an amazing conversation in our old souls and seekers group with people. And one of the things that I've noticed a lot is that people that tend to find us are empaths. So um, you're an empath, basically, like if you've never heard the word, someone that just feels things at a very, very heightened level, like you 
someone said it yesterday, like at times it almost might feel like you're drowning in emotion. Like there's so much stuff swirling and uh, it is really times like this that we're experiencing as a, as a humanity that I think can really impact us. And we don't quite have enough awareness to realize how much it's actually impacting us. And when we don't feel well inside, when there is discomfort inside, we all have strategies. And those strategies, um, for the most part, are very unhealthy. Unhealthy to us individually and also unhealthy to those of us around. So you may have found that like over the last two, three weeks or whatever it might be, maybe even longer, like you've been very edgy. You've maybe snapped at people, gotten angry at people, gotten really frustrated, have not taken care of yourself in the way that you normally take care of yourself. You might find that like you're eating things that you normally wouldn't do or drinking more, or whatever it might be. And um, I, I think where I want to kind of uh, talk about today, it's like, that's all a, a, a strategy to deal with the fact that you don't feel well inside. And, um, it, it doesn't like, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that's what Guy and I have been finding over the last five years through our practices and sharing these practices with others, because when you live in a state of, uh, being and safety, the way I can describe it as an analogy, it's like, you almost become the eye of the storm. Mm. And it doesn't mean that stuff around you isn't happening. Like, right. Like I can stand here and swirling around me at all times is like all this stuff, personal stuff, community stuff, family stuff, business stuff, government stuff, world stuff, right? Like it's just swirling, swirling. And what tends to happen is most humans live in the swirl. So we're just like constantly like spinning, 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 spinning. And then you start doing some spiritual practices and you might through meditation or through different practices be able to find moments in the day uh, we call it glimpses, where you can move into the center of the storm, where you can watch the stuff spinning around you, but you're not spinning with it. And it's a very unique experience when you can get to that place. And I think the more what we've done, like when we're talking about safety and stability and well-being, like to me, that's what it feels like. It feels like sitting in the eye of the storm where I can watch all the chaos, but I'm not a part of the chaos. Now that doesn't mean that sometimes this thing doesn't come and like hook me and pull me out into that swirl and I swirl, but like I also have tools where I can really quickly figure out like, oh shit, I'm in that swirl and real fast kind of like come back into the center. So yeah, I just wanted to share that. Yeah. So you know, like it, it's, I think ultimately, again, like I think if people are under the illusion right now that like, <laughs> like this new administration is going to come in and like, there's suddenly going to be this like uh, normalcy. I, I think we're past the point where, where we can anticipate normalcy coming back, you know, like this, this movement that's been created uh, and I'm not, and I'm not picking sides here. I'm just pointing at it is not going to end with a new president coming in. It might start tapering because there's less of that agitation, you know, coming in, but we don't know, like things can get, way crazier when Biden, you know, when this yeah. new administration comes in. So if people are like banking on that, like reality is going to like start slowing down and things are going to get back to this more normal state. I think we're, we're many years away from even that being uh, a possibility or, or we may never see that again. Like ener energetically, I could tell you from 
working with channels and different things like that, like the times of like getting back to how things were are like over. Like maybe even look in your own life, like maybe there was this aspect of you that has transformed or like, or like relationships that passed and you're like, oh, I want to get back to that period in my life. And, and maybe you're finding it really challenging to get back to that period in your life. And I would offer that there's actually not a lot of energetic alignment with anymore with like getting back to things. Yeah. We really are in this place of exploring like this opening of energetics and consciousness and all these different things. And I've, I've said this before, I think this is going to be the century of energy. Century of energy. Yeah, whether that's in uh, the technology that we see and mobilization to electric vehicles, but also in the you know the quantum realms and science and how we're going to start using energy in new ways, and the, and the same thing uh, within ourselves. So, look, if if you are under this illusion that you are, you know, like we're all dealing with this amalgamation that we call the mind, and every single one of our minds, including Elon and myself, is conditioned in a particular way. Yeah. And the conditioning really hasn't changed all that much. You know, even with all the reps and stuff like that, like the base foundation conditioning that you got as a child is going to keep placating and showing up in your life either a few times, like once in a while or very often. And for most people, it's very often. If you're a worrier, that's how you perceive getting safety in the world, right? Like if all you do is worry and you're scared all the time, that's your version. You're like, well, if I just worry about outcomes, that somehow I ward them off, you know, like that's your perception. If you're an aggressive person, like the things that we've been seeing in the media recently, like those are the people that feel like aggression and uh, undermining or having power over others is the way that they create safety. But here's the thing what we got to start building empathy for. It's all the same. Yeah. Whether you're the one beating up or whether you're the one getting beat up internally, it's kind of the same. There's the same overall fear underneath. What's different is what you learned as a child and how to deal with that. The strategy. The strategy. That's it, right? And the, and the strategies you applied as a child becomes the pattern conditions that you have when you're an adult. And you run those automated and you are not in control of them. Like if you have a spouse, you know, that, that often berates you, and, and it's usually that way, right? You have one spouse that kind of like takes it, one spouse that kind of gives it. Of course, like, because two people that give it are not going to stay together for a long time. Two sure. people that, you know, are just like really passive. Uh, there's like no electricity in the relationship. There's like nothing to do. You're fucking bored of each other, right? So you end up in these in these polarities and on purpose. And I think we get to pay attention that like these polarities are everywhere and they attract each other. And there's a reason for that because these polarities in a way help each other balance because every polarity shows the other one where their conditioning doesn't work for them and where they can't get safety. And no matter how hard they try, that feeling on the inside doesn't seem to change. Yeah. So this is the time, you know, and certainly in the work that we provide is like, we're like, we get it. You have a lot of information, cool PhDs, you're certified here, you've taken this course and that course, and you're super smart. And, you know, and you can show all that. That's, that's wonderful. And we admire people who are committed to a, a mastery in their life, like we truly do, uh, including our, including the things that we do in our lives that we pursue mastery, and it's it's an awesome undertaking. However, your body and the energetics that live in here, and the fascia and everything else that that responds to your environment, responds before the mind has an opportunity to do anything about it. By the mm. time you notice something with your mind. It's too late. The response has already happened. Now you're like the police, you know, trying to manage 
the fire that's out of control inside or this feeling inside and you're like desperately trying to move it and change it to be some other way than it is. So notice if you've been doing that your whole life, because chances are everyone's been doing that their whole life. I've been doing that my whole life. And it's just never really worked in stabilizing the system and getting alignment in the system, right? And having long periods of well-being when even when things are good, you can see there's a little part in the system that's always anticipating that something bad's about to happen. Yeah. And, and at the level of the collective, imagine how much more powerful that is when everybody has that conditioning within themselves that like times can't be good for too long. Something bad has to happen. This has led to wars and so many other things. And, and, and we can truly transform out of that. It's not going to be because a law passed. It's not going to be because the right politician gets office. It's not going to be because the perfect law gets passed because it doesn't matter who gets into office or what laws get passed. At the end of the day, what matters is us. The governments don't matter. There is no law coming that's going to give everybody equality when people don't feel equal. Yeah. And people don't feel equal for the same reason. Those who have power don't feel safe, so they hold on to power. Those who have none don't feel safe, so they keep trying to take it, but they get held down, right? And so it's we're always going to be in that. So until we we learn truly how to go within, because when most people say go within, they 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 sit silently and they start thinking about within. Instead of learning how to start using their awareness to disconnect from the ordinary mind, to literally elevate the mind out of an of a ordinary mind and actually start going into the more ethereal spaces that have no conditioning at all and are connected to this multidimensional field, right? Because the, the field is starting to become more commonplace. And from that place, start viewing the subtle energetics within the body and actually learning how to work with that energy to create and cultivate energy that's stable, that gives you well-being. And then what's beautiful about going through this process, and it doesn't take very long to activate, you just need another person to mirror you who's already done the activation. That's what our programs provide. Uh, what's really beautiful about that is the moment you begin stabilizing your system, it, it just wakes something up in you. And the reality that you experience, right? Because it's, it's always gonna be like this is fundamentally arising that way because you have a certain, you're holding a certain vibration in your body, a certain frequency in your body. And the reality is relating to that and showing up in perfect correlation to that, to that frequency. So we want to flip the script in the century. And instead of looking, how do we change what's happening out there? If, if, if nothing shifts over here, then we're going to keep seeing patterns of the same kind of stuff showing up in different forms. However, if we go and do the internal work and we change the vibration and the frequency within the system, we're going to start seeing that the reality actually shifts, that the people that are around you, and this is what we hear from our clients all the time, you know, it, our old paradigm, bro, and then I'll kick it to you. Our old paradigm was like, what's not working in your life? What's your relationship? Here's how you go communicate with them to put integrity back into the relationship. By the way, that works great. Works amazingly well, transforms relationships. And then, but then the old pattern will come back because the energetics hasn't changed. You've just created a rule to manage each other yeah. where you can call each other out on stuff now that before there wasn't space to call each other, uh, each other out on. What we do now is like, we're like, hey, forget the conversation. Try this instead. Let's create stability in your system. They're like, great. Then they go and they meet their spouse and suddenly their spouse meets them in a completely different way in a way that they've always wanted. Why? Because they have stability in their system where before they were working on their spouse so their spouse can change so that they can feel safe in the relationship again and stable in the relationship. So it's, it's, 
it's so funny because it goes against the conditioning, but it's like if you just did the exact opposite, every time you wanted to go out, you went in, you're going to start seeing incredible things happen in your life. And and, and it's a lot less effort. It, it, there's an ease to it. There's a no mind in it. And, and as you continue to do this, you build a capacity to just be with what's so and how it unfolds because suddenly like everything unfolding, whether it brings joy to your life or whether it brings discomfort to your life, it's the same thing. It is all highlighting something in the energetics of the system and it gives you an opportunity to um, release and liberate some energy that is creating trauma that is moving you away from safety and stability. And as you release that, you move to, towards more safety and stability. And then you're going to notice that your reality becomes more safe and stable. And it's just a, it's an incredible thing. Yeah, I uh, I just want to share like a, a moment in time where I really found this out was you know, I think as a culture, we are programmed to have certain belief systems about how to gain safety. So for the smart ones out there, right, like like the studious PhDs, all that stuff, like you felt unsafe when you felt stupid mm. or when you didn't know something. And so when you're faced with not feeling okay inside, generally your strategy will look like something like going to get more information to try to get enough information to feel safe. Guy said about like those that are aggressive, right? So like when you feel unsafe inside, you're going to get, you're going to get yourself like really puffed up and you're going to go attack something out there. So these are just strategies. So what was interesting for me is like, I learned not that long ago that I equated getting money as a way to create safety and support in my system. And I don't know how many of you guys have had financial success in your life, but like I can, I can tell you from personal experience, you know, when you don't have money, you worry about the fact that you don't have money. And then when you get money, that worry doesn't really go away you're now just worried about how not to lose that money, right? Because you've equated money to safety. And so your whole world becomes this chase around money because you somehow programmed in that like, if I have money, I'm going to be safe. Now, it's an unending game. Like I've spoken to almost billionaires and like, I can tell you, they don't get to a point where they're like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Because what's happening internally doesn't change. Were you going to say something? No, I was going to say like, ah, safety. Like, you know, I've arrived. No, no, not at all. And so I kind of started to play with this thought that like, okay, maybe what happened was safety fell out, right? At some point. But the conditioning around gave me feedback that said, oh, you want safety, Elon, go make money. And you'll have safety. And so I bought it just like we've all bought different things, hook, line, and sinker. And I ran face fo like head forward into all of these things. But the safety never came. Didn't matter how much money was in the bank account. Didn't matter how fast, it, like it just never came. And so I started to play with like, okay, well, maybe I've been chasing a booby price because really like, what is it that you want? Right. And then inside this conversation, what I wanted was like, I want to create safety. So if the safety is from within, but I'm chasing money out there, am I actually at any level working on safety in here? Yeah, no headway. No, mm -hmm. I wasn't. 
So then I was like, okay, well, I've tried that game for a long time. I've been running, running, producing, achieving, doing all these things, right? To try to get this thing to feel okay inside. Didn't work. Maybe, maybe instead of being out there, I can just go to the source. And what I started to learn is that safety, well-being, peace, love, like is things that you can give to yourself internally on your own time as as often as you can remember throughout the day. So what, once I started to do that, once I started to look inside, I realized like I'm the one that can give myself safety internally and I can do this moment by moment by moment. And so at first you can imagine it's like a barren desert, right? Because like it has gotten nothing from me because I've just been out there trying to make shit happen. So now I go inside and I'm like, wow, this is, there's like no access. There's, there's nothing to even hold the water of safety. It's so barren and dry, right? So like it takes time and then you just build and eventually you can build this, this well or lake or whatever you want to call it of safety. And what's amazing is that then as all this stuff keeps swirling around, right? And bank accounts go up and down, right? Like businesses go up and down. Relationships have highs and lows. Your health is good. and Like nothing in this world goes like this forever. It just doesn't. There's all this. But before I felt like I was going for the ride in every one of these ups and downs. It was like really excited. Like, don't let this drop. And like, oh my God, this is the worst fucking thing ever. And then like, it's very, it's very alarming. Now, as I have this well of safety that I can go to at any given time, it doesn't matter what's happening out there. I still have that place internally. And the out there is no longer impacting. And I don't get freaked out every time this happens or that happens because like, it's strange to say it in this way. It's like, it, it, you're almost impervious to it. It like, it just doesn't hit your system in the same way. It's not like, you know, like if an arrow is shot at you and it like hits right through the heart, it's going to be very, very painful. But now I find that like arrows are coming, but they somehow just get deflected. Like it's not, it's not that same experience that I had before. Can I, can I add something to that? So yeah. I, I think it's kind of like what you started off with empaths where it's like they get overwhelmed by the swirl, right? So there's like a lot happening in the collective, that energy's moving through their system and they're processing energy that's not their own. So in a way, even if you're not an empath, right? But you go for rides, like here's the reality as I see it, everybody's sensitive to varying degrees. But like, even if all you experience is numbness and atrophy in your system, like that's your level of sensitivity. Maybe it's at a zero or a one, but you're still sensitive. Everybody's sensitive to something. So I think what ends up happening is when you find that stability, we have this uh, distinction. We say me, not me, meaning what's mine and what's not mine. And you can't understand that. Like you can't understand that from ordinary mind conditioning. You can't understand that through reading a book. It has to be experienced. You need to experience your energy field. You need to experience like this, this is me over here. So now if all this energy is swirling, all these global events are happening and circumstances are changing, all that's creating flux in the field, right? Before, if you don't know what's yours, then you're going to go for a ride because you're going to start processing that energy in the field and you're going to get literally like hooked into it. You know, like drama is, it's very alluring. You know, like we all know that, like you get some drama around you, oh, somebody's screaming over there. You're not like, all right, they're screaming. I'm just going to mosey over here. You're like, oh, what's happening over there? It, it like immediately has this capturing, hooking effect on you. 
But if you can be in stability, like that person over there doesn't have to really affect your mood or your well-being in any way. And, and so, again, take it out to the macro on the, on the scale of global events you can still feel empathy. You can still even be horrified or be like, what the fuck is happening over there? But if you can, if you watch it from a stable place, it's not going to hook you. You're not going to go for this long ride with it, or you're going to notice a, a very short ride with it. And you'll be like, ah, eh, not for me. Like, I don't want to go for that ride, right? Like we don't all have to interact and respond and comment and have an opinion on and get righteous about every fucking thing that happens in the world. And here's what media has gotten really good at. They've gotten good at making you do that yeah. because they scare you. Jump, man, jump. And when they and when they and when fear is in your system, you are very very susceptible to being manipulated on both sides. I don't care even if even if it's like positive fear like you know or like like oh it's going to get better and then it doesn't then that still causes fear for you so we got to get really mindful if we want to get out of the matrix of conditioning and i'm not and again whether you think it's nefarious or not if it's even if it's not nefarious it's just become a pattern of humanity and society that this is what we do this is how we make money this is how we proliferate this is how we extend information to people and it just doesn't have to be that way. It, yeah. it truly doesn't matter what reality is. Like, if you guys think we're going to get to a place where we agree on reality, I don't know why we ever had the illusion that we ever agreed on reality before. Like, we suddenly pretend like this is a new thing. Oh, we can't agree. If we can't agree, yeah. If we can't agree on what's real, uh, we're never going to get there. We never agreed on what was real. <laughs> this, is, this is new. But it, okay, so it's in our face to, to notice it, but it's not. So it's like, okay, let's, let's get everyone to agree. What are you crazy? So if you think it's going to go that way to get our world stable again, it's not. It is yeah. going to be the individuals doing their work, finding stability, like releasing themselves from the conditioning at the level of energetics that's going to lead to a more safe and stable world. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think the invitation here is like, you know, if, if you're a first time listener and you're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Then um, check out the meditations that we have, bro. What's the link for the meditations? Satori Prime. Well, you could just go to oldsoulsandseekers.com uh, forward slash new human. Oldsoulsandseekers.com forward slash new human. Yeah. And like, it's a lot simpler than you think. I will even say it's a lot, a lot simpler than all the other shit that you've been doing, like running around trying to make safety happen internally. Michael Singer talks about this all the time. Like you invest in all of these other things in life, but you don't invest in self. You invest in TVs and new gadgets and phones and going out to restaurants and the clothes and the car and the this and the that, but you don't take time to invest in the self. And guess who you spend the most time with? Your TV. <laughs> right? Like you're with yourself all the fucking time. You might as well get to know it. Yeah. And like get to know it and actually help it heal. So that your experience of self can be blissful and peaceful without you having to run home and grab that glass of wine or that cocktail or take that hit or whatever it might be. Like, it doesn't have to be that way. 
And it's very, very simple on how to get to that place. You just most likely have not been trained or learned because that's not the society or the world that we live in. And people would love to sell you the cars and the houses and the clothes and the this and that to convince you that that's going to make you feel good. But if you've bought enough of them, and I think we all have, you know that you might feel good for a fraction of a nanosecond before everything comes back. You may have moved cities or countries. There you are. A few months later, back to the same thing. You may have gotten out of a relationship or out of a job, and there you are with the same person and the same boss, right? Like, it has nothing to do with what is happening outside. And I think that's the the ultimate um, message that we want to leave you here. Like, yeah, shit can seem crazy out there, but that doesn't mean that it has to impact what's happening internally. Shit can be crazy out there, but shit don't got to be crazy in here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for those of you guys are, are, are listening, you want to learn more and get support around the things that we're talking about here. Uh, we do have a, uh, our, our consultants and coaches standing by to have uh, free 15-minute conversations with you. You guys can head over to callsatori.com. Again, call, C-A-L-L-S-A-T-O-R-I.com and book a free call and have a conversation with them. And they can start helping you navigate the space and learn a little bit more about how, to, how it is that we work with people to cultivate and develop safety, well-being, connection, and love as the foundation from a level of the subtle energetics within your system so that everything that exudes out from you actually is developed and produced and manifested from that place. And you just honestly, for most people, they can't imagine it. So it's like you got to come get a taste of it. Uh, That's a good entry point right there. So we hope you guys uh, take us up on that opportunity. Uh, Thank you for listening. We love you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.